welcome back to my podcast. My name is Ann Fowler, and today we're going to be talking about how undiagnosed learning disabilities can potentially result in criminal acts and are a social justice issue for those who can't afford a psychiatric assessment and other accommodations to help them reach their full potential. Now, I want to make it clear that not everyone with a learning disability is going to end up doing criminal acts. However, despite that, there's still a major social justice issue for those who can't afford to get their kids the help they need to be successful in their education and in life. The purpose of this podcast is to make a change to destigmatize having a learning disability by being unable to do something, to being able to do it just with certain accommodations. For those who don't have the financial means to pay for a psych assessment and support after receiving a diagnosis, let's find creative ways for these individuals to get the help they need to be successful in their communities. As a student at St. Michael's University School, I'm so privileged to have the resources like the LR department and the financial stability at home to help get the help that I need for my learning disability. Unfortunately, there are so many people, well, in this particular situation, kids, who do not have the financial means or support from their families to get the resources and accommodations needed to pursue and excel at their education. Here's a specific case that demonstrates that having a learning disability in a world where no one can relate or understand the perspective of that individual could result in a criminal action. Bill Jones was a very energetic and happy individual. He enjoyed sports, hanging out with friends and family. His parents adopted him as a child and always strived to treat him with love. He had everything going for him, a loving family that provided him with his basic needs. Sure, they may not have had much, but it was still a safe and happy place that Bill got to call home. Unfortunately, when Bill entered the third grade, he was struggling. At the same reading level that Bill was at in kindergarten, he began to get bullied. He would get easily distracted and could not even spell his own name. When his teachers started to get concerned, they spoke to his parents, who were then convinced that he was just stupid and would never do anything worthwhile in life. They also did not have the financial means to get him tested for what is now an obvious learning disability. Bill's parents made it clear that they regretted adopting him after having to deal with a kid who was completely trapped in a world where everything he read looks like alphabet soup. He was then not only made fun of by his parents, siblings, and friends, but also was penalized in class by his teachers. They all labeled him as a stupid adopted kid who would never have any potential in life. Can you imagine what that would do to a child's psyche? Because Bill was labeled as dumb, he started to believe it himself. And the only way he could escape the shame of his learning challenge was by hanging out with the wrong group of friends and self-medicating. Bill's first arrest was when he was 16 years old after dropping out of high school for selling in, selling in possession of an illegal substance. He entered the criminal justice system as a minor and continued to have interventions with the law as he became an adult. Unfortunately, Bill's story is not unique. He was a kid who was not given a shot to begin with because of a stigma that people with learning disabilities are just outright stupid. Actually, this is quite the opposite. People who struggle with LD, so in Bill's case, 
reading or the learning disability commonly known as dyslexia, by definition, have an average or above average intelligence. With help from professionals, Bill could have had an extremely successful educational experience, but instead was penalized and made fun of for something completely out of his control. When really thinking about Bill's story, I was confused on why he was not tested for the obvious learning disability he had. So I did some research and found out that in Canada, there is a resource to be put on a waiting list for kids to get tested for LD with no compensation needed. Then I discovered that the waiting list to get an appointment with a psychologist is around two to three years. Plus, in some cases, you will be declined an appointment if you're busting your ass and getting mediocre grades. So basically, you could look good on paper, but be needing certain accommodations and not having the resources to get it. And then I looked at the university system and getting tested for LD at that level of education. I discovered that if you qualify for financial aid and a scholarship, there is a resource to get an assessment done. But by that time, most kids with LD have already dropped out of high school or did not have the grades to get into university. So what good is that really gonna do? blows my mind that part of the mental health crisis could be because we're not giving kids a fair shot to be successful in school. It may not be an easy fix, but let's destigmatize people who have learning disabilities and change our thinking. It's essential to make getting a psych ed assessment free for those who do not have the financial stability to pay for one. In a perfect world, people with learning disabilities would all have the resources that I've been so fortunate to be given. Teachers that are flexible and accommodating to my individual learning style, a learning resource department that advocates and helps students with their learning, and lastly, for people to understand and be considerate towards someone who may be struggling in school, because kindness is everything. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast. Once again, this is Anna Fowler, and thanks for listening.